0: Saul and Jonathan Saul's son Jonathan Inherited his father's fighting spirit And his battalion of One thousand soldiers Took the Philistine garrison at Geba At Geba The nation's hopes soared They could recapture more of the land Taken by the Philistines All Israel followed Jonathan's example and rallied To their king But the Philistines sent for reinforcements, and soon 30,000 chariots and 6,000 cavalry had amassed at Mishmash, vastly outnumbering Saul's army. Many of the Israelite volunteers lost their nerve and hid in the hills. Saul didn't move until the prophet Samuel arrived to offer sacrifice to the Lord. After waiting a whole week, Saul decided to delay no longer. Even though only priests were allowed to offer sacrifices, he'd have to do it himself. Just as he finished, Samuel arrived. You have done a very foolish thing, the angry prophet told Saul. Because you have gone against the Lord's commandments, he will take the kingdom away from you and your sons. Instead a new king will be crowned. Then Samuel left the camp. Things were bad. Only six hundred Israelite soldiers remained, and Saul and Jonathan had proper weapons. And only Saul and Jonathan had proper weapons. Everyone else had axes and scythes for their farm, from their farms. The Philistines were in no hurry to attack. They knew they could crush the Israelites at any time. Jonathan could not bear the weight any longer. Let's go over to the Philistine garrison and see what happens. He urged his armor bearer one day. Trusting the Lord, Jonathan decided that if the Philistines challenged them to come up to the camp, it would be a sign that God was with him and that it would defeat the Philistines. The Philistines look out. The Philistine lookouts laughed, with the saw when they saw the two Israelites approaching. They were sure they had nothing to fear. Come here, they mocked, drawing their swords. We've got something to show you. Jonathan felt a surge of confidence. God is with us, he whispered. The two men attacked, and soon twenty Philistine soldiers lay dead they turned and began to make for the main philistine camp at the sudden sight of the two israelites the philistines were thrown into utter confusion it seemed as if the enemy had appeared out of nowhere the philistines ran to and fro in panic and in the chaos they ended up fighting each other Back at the Israelite camp, Saul noticed the commotion and sent his troops on the attack. When the Philistines saw Saul's soldiers coming, they ran for their lives. No one is to stop for food until every Philistine is dead, cried Saul. On and on went the battle until nightfall, when faint with hunger, Saul was forced to make camp. But Jonathan hadn't heard his father's command not to eat. When he found some honeycomb as they marched, he ate it. Next day, King Saul went with the priest to ask God for guidance. Saul's prayers were met by silence. Someone has sinned and so the Lord has closed his ears to us. The king announced, whoever it is will die. Imagine Saul's horror when he found out that it was Jonathan who had disobeyed him. The army yelled, We don't want Jonathan to die for his mistake. Our victory over the Philistines is all due on him. The whole army fell on their knees, praying to God and offering all they had as a ransom for Jonathan. The king's son was spared and the soldiers carried him home in triumph. About the story. When Saul became king, Samuel explained that God was still in charge. Saul was simply his servant. Therefore, the human king had to obey God's laws. To show that he did, the king was not allowed to offer sacrifices. That was the job of priests. Saul, however, decided that he could do what he liked. He tried to take God's place and as a result lost the right to be king.